2: Four minutes after the hour of ten o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and sitting next to me is Nate from Strictly Diesel. And Nate does diesel work, and he does um, lots of work. I think about what well, you told me not too long ago, ninety-eight percent of your work was Fords. No, ninety-eight oh. <laughs> percent is diesel work. I know. Yeah, I, know. I was going to try to catch you this morning. Yeah, <laughs> Early. no, I'm awake. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
3: Uh. All right.
2: It makes <laughs> it makes it makes perfect sense to me. But in and and Chevy, Dodge, and Ford. Chevy, Dodge, Ford, Nissan. Okay, going after the Nissan. Yeah. Okay, all yeah. right. And 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 I think you'll agree that once you get the fundamentals of diesels, and you understand how we're going to deliver fuel, and we, you understand how we're going to do timing, and how we're going to, and what the sensors talk about and do, then I think it's easy to make the transitions.
3: A Bosch fuel system is a Bosch fuel system. The system, system is, a, is a little, Bosch. <laughs> yeah, just little idiosyncrasies between manufacturers that change it, so.
2: Okay. So anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, if you have a car question, and today we're going to be talking diesels, but we'll talk about gas stuff, as I I can help, you can help me with some of the gas stuff, and and we can talk diesels, but 602-508-0960, this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Action Auto Repair. Uh... He's up on I-17 in Deer Valley, family-owned and operated shop. Tom and his staff are really good about customer service, about repair, diagnosis, verifying the repair, actually fix the problem before the car leaves and and the customer finds out, and they have ASE-certified master technicians, and that ensures that there's enough experience on the floor to fix the cars right. So that's Action Auto Repair I-17 in Deer Valley. You know, um, I ask you to uh, to bring some work orders because i wanted to talk about the symptoms they talk about and then what the actual repair is yeah. and, and 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 i and i'll tell you what's really crawled into my drawers and bit me pretty hard is youtube stuff youtube and google and that kind of stuff i am getting increasingly it's it's tough for me to bite my tongue sometimes because someone will call me at work or someone will email me and and talk about their uh, uh their car and then they'll tell me that the somebody on google said this and and i'm saying to myself i don't even know what we're talking about right is it an oil leak is it a suspension knock is it a is it a no start is it a die in flight i don't even know what it is but all of a sudden i've got this guy on google or on youtube that's telling you how to fix your car and he's only as good as the symptoms you give him right and that's the real problem yeah because we all know that people will come in and say, and 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 I use this tongue in cheek. The wife will say, "My husband says <laughs> yes. it has a bad uh, drive shaft," and and so then we'll write down, "Husband says bad drive shaft," and then we go drive the car, <clears throat> and it's got an egg on the tire, that's causing the vibration that he has interpreted. Him and the Google group, right. and the YouTube people have have interpreted as a, a bad drive shaft. Right. So those are difficult things to do. If I had my wish and if I was king of the world for one day, I would insist that everybody just talk about the symptoms. Don't tell me about all this other stuff. So we're going to talk about symptoms, but I want to tell you a a story that's just true as true as true. There are very few people that have my cell phone number. My wife is one of them. She had a friend of hers that went back east. They're driving their truck in three hours of conversation I can get this it just it just does it intermittently <laughs> no what does it do yeah
3: what does it do yeah. yeah
2: no it just it just does it it just it doesn't know what to do it just it just does not okay we need and so I get on the internet and I start looking for shops in Ohio and I find a couple of good shops five star rating been around a long time and I said stop by one of these shops and have them try. can you duplicate it no it happens on the freeway Okay, take them on the freeway, but practice making it happen. Right. So three days later, and more than 200 minutes on the phone, um, somebody says, I think you need a transmission. And I said, I think that's an expensive guess. Did they give you an estimate? Yeah, $6,800. Yeah. So what happens if you put a tranny in that truck, and you start home, and you got the same problem? Well, there's no codes. Everybody says there's no codes. And I'm thinking to myself... Are we really down to diagnosing, and, and if there is no codes, then we don't know what to do next?
3: It's it's come to that a little bit, unfortunately. Yes.
2: I agree with you 100%. Yeah. And and sh- they were told that. So I said to her, if it's a tra- and it's supposed to be a torque converter problem now. So if it's a torque converter problem, I want you to, do you have manual shift? You have up and down buttons, and you have manual? I yep. want you to pull it out of overdrive, and I want you to put it here, and I want you to manually shift it up and shift it down, and I want to know how it does. I can't tell. What do you mean you can't tell? Well, it's just a different feel. I don't know if it's there or not. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Now, what I want you to do is go down the road. Can you get it to happen? Well, it happens intermittently. Okay, well, then I don't care. You're in Ohio. I'm in Arizona. If you want me to help you, I'll help you. But you get down the road and, and figure it out and get it to happen, whatever it is. And she calls it a shutter. There you go. Okay? Yeah. And and so I said, now, when you get the shutter, keep your right foot on the gas and just gently t- tap the brake pedal. G- not enough to slow the vehicle down, just enough to shine the lights. And I want to know if the shutter's still there. She says, I, I, I can't tell. Well, wait a minute. If, it's, if you got it and then you don't got it, I need some help on this. So then, this is a true story. We go, I don't know how many phone calls. I really don't know how many phone calls. A lot of phone calls. And, and, and. And then she takes it to a shop, and he says, we don't know. And then another shop says, um, we, we can't make it happen, and you can't make it happen, so we can't tell you what it is. And then the dealership says, based on the miles, it's probably a transmission. And, and she just, she's her and her husband are going all over. Sure. It's on a trailer I'm back coming back to Phoenix to your shop. <laughs> oh, it is. Okay. No, no it's not. It's no. coming to mine. It's coming to mine. Uh, $1,600, I think, is the trailer cost to bring it back here because they go to ohio all the time i'm going to put one of two trannies in that if it needs a tranny right i'm going to put a jasper or a dealer right i'm going to do because she has to have warranty in ohio exactly she has to have warranty and i know jasper will take care of it and i know the dealer will take care of it gm ford whatever it is it's a chevy yep so those are the that's the reason why i said to my wife how did she get my number (laughs) i may have i may have given a tour at one time or another but i could answer car questions for the rest of my life if my cell phone were to get
3: out exactly but the idea is, is
2: that um, i'm glad we helped her I, I know for sure that we're going to get that done and um and we'll see what happens yeah Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. 960 602 have we got somebody gill yes we do say hello to carolyn carolyn good morning to you good morning how are you i'm good thank you for asking
4: Good. Um, well, I just wanted to thank you so much for your show, uh, your excellent advice. Um, it's This is a perfect segue for what you were talking about, a problem that couldn't be duplicated and you're frustrated trying to get it repaired. Our Ford F-150, um, every time uh, we would start it here at home, it would take seven times, eight times to start it because it was you know, going I <clears throat> hope that's a good sound. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, so we would take it to the shop, and they could never duplicate it. So the frustration was building with us. Finally, um, we took it to Kurtz Auto because you had recommended them to us. And, of course, they found out what was wrong. It was the flex plate um, flywheel, some people call it, flex plate. Uh-huh. Yes. And, oh, my gosh, you should see that thing. It's so gnarly and chewed up, and it it destroyed uh Two starters we had because we had people replacing the starter instead of getting to the root of the problem. Yep. So, um, thank you so much for re- recommending Kurtz. Um, shout out to them for fixing it and uh, showing us the parts and letting us know exactly what happened. So, and, thank you. And,
2: and the beauty of it is, is that, that um, what, what really works really well under the circumstances you just described is it's give and take. And there's three answers to every question from the shop. Yes, no, or I don't know. And it's the guys <laughs> that can't say, I don't know. And then they guess, which then sends us to Tombstone when really we want to go to Flagstaff. Exactly. And and, 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 and I, women will, and, and you say that to a lady, there's three answers: yes, no, or I don't know. And feel free to use it anytime you want. Yeah. But the guys will never do that. Right? They'll never. They'll guess. Well, no, it's a drive shaft. No, no. I'm asking specific symptoms. But mm-hmm. thank you for the for the attaboy of Kurtz. I'm 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 especially blessed because of the shops that I talk about. Um, I've been. I think. It's been three years since we've had a complaint about one of my shops, and the one complaint we had. Um, because of the non-performance of the shop, I removed them from the shop from the list, and within days they gave the customer back the agreed amount of money, and I let them come back on. Then they had another problem, and they haven't been seen the light of day since then. So oh, wow. we, we are we are pretty um, tight with respect to the shops. Um, I, Nate's sitting here next to me. Never mind that he's like ten foot six. <sighs> And I'm five foot one, but i, I don't, I've never had a complaint on your shop. Oh, that's great. never had a complaint on that's your shop. <laughs> There's a lot of shops I haven't had a complaint and and every once in a while there is now there was, there was a time that Kurtz had a problem, and it mm-hmm. and it was just a customer who had expectations that this vibration was something you could see on a hoist. Oh. no, no, you've got to drive it and feel it in the seat of your pants or the steering wheel or the windows. Where right. is the vibration coming from? Right. Mm-hmm. But you can't do it just by sitting in the driver's seat. So, but anyway, thank you for that. Oh, you're uh, thank so you very welcome.
4: Much. God bless all right. you.
2: All right. Well, I've been blessed by the Lord with good mechanical skills. I'm trying to make up for all the bad things I did when I was younger.
4: <laughs> oh, you're a wonderful guy. We, we're so grateful for you. Thank you. Okay? Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you.
2: All right. Um, but that that is a difficult thing is is the symptoms analysis. And um, and then, then not too long ago, we, we uh, the customer says, you just got to drive it a long way. And I said, you know, I'll put somebody in there and drive it to Tucson and back, but it's got to happen. And I need the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, written down. What, where's the temperature gauge at? Is the air conditioning on or off? What gear are you in? How fast are you going? Is there a tachometer? On and on and on. I need you to give me the parameters to stick. Yes. And and it's difficult to do that. It's but difficult.
3: Does the vehicle smoke when it happens? Is there oh. is there a run rough when it first starts? You know, is its it... Is it- yeah, a vibration at 75. It's okay at 60, but 75, it starts shaking the wheel. But, yeah. You know.
2: And then yeah. It, it's shaking this. is it shaking the, the wheel? Yeah, it is. Okay, is it side to side or up and down, or how is it shaking the wheel? Well, I don't know. I can't stick my head out the window. Oh, you're thinking tire and wheel, and I'm yes. thinking steering S-steering wheel. Steering <laughs> wheel, yeah. <laughs> you steering see wheel. how that goes? Yeah. So it, yeah. And, and you know, because we've been around a long time. Between the two of us, how many years you got? So, 35, was it? Okay, and, and I'm 40. Yeah. So we got yeah. between the two of us, we got. However, do the math real quick. Seventy-five years of, of of and, it that conversation is 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 difficult to have, because we kind of have to steer them in the direction that right. we want them to go, as opposed to what they want to tell us. Right. And 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 you just, my eyes glaze over when I hear. Well, according to Google or according to YouTube, I just, I, and 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 I politely say to people. If he was really as good as he says he is, he'd be working for me for fifty to to $100,000 a year. He wouldn't be messing around on the Internet telling exactly. people how to fix their cars. Yeah. What kind of car do you have? And they tell you. And then I say, does he know that? Well, he knew I had a Chevy pickup. Well, there's a big difference between a half-ton and a three-quarter ton and a one-ton and a four-wheel drive and a part-time four-wheel drive and an all-time four-wheel Those are the questions that you have to ask.
0: Right, right.
2: So it's difficult. At best, six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty are the numbers. Nate's got tremendous diesel experience, and he handles the uh, everything north of the river. We'll say everything north of the river he <laughs> handles with diesel stuff. And 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 we've been friends for well, when you first moved in to North Scottsdale.
3: Yeah, I think so. And, yeah. and so
2: th- how long ago was that?
3: That was oh five.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because that's when Alan popped out of the ground yeah. shortly after that. Okay. So, and and you helped us out a lot. But when, when we come back, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the symptoms and then the actual repair. Let's so, do it. We, we'll do that. 602 508
3: 0960. Why are the midterm elections so critical? Remember Afghanistan?
0: The extraordinary success of this mission.
1: This is now the deadliest attack on U.S. forces in Afghanistan in more than a decade.
3: Remember
0: this pledge from the presidential pulpit? You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. Seth, tell them about the Battleground Talkers Tour coming October 23rd, featuring yourself, Mike Gallagher, Charlie Kirk, Brandon Tatum, and more.
5: This November's election is the most important in the history of America. We will either double down on the Democrats' blueprint for socialism, or we will begin to fight back for freedom. 960 The Patriot and Wired Differently invite you to join us with the most energetic and brightest conservative minds, along with some special guests, to discuss the stakes and the import of what we all
3: must know. Get your tickets right now at 960ThePatriot.com. Brought to you in part by Midas Gold and Job Creators Network.
4: We're here early before they wake up. We stay late, we stay informed.
0: Together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there.
3: We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans.
1: Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom
0: wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985.
1: A metathesis reaction?
0: Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for their mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect
1: to be the perfect
0: parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. AdoptUSKids and the Ad Council.
1: Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org to learn more.
0: Well, welcome back everybody. Mark
2: Salem and Nate from Strictly Diesel at your service, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. There's one transmission shop in town that I know the owner, I know their skill level, But more importantly than anything else is they've been in business rebuilding and fixing transmissions since 1968 and we're talking about automatic transmission exchange down on 40th Street in Washington. It's kind of like Fred Flintstone and computers. Fred Flintstone started off where a computer was an abacus and then we moved into all these fancy stuff and now all of a sudden our cars are computerized. And they automatically know when you stink, they turn on, they drop the windows and turn the fan on. Stuff like that. Right. Really, really. So you've got got this. And they've gone from a transmission that had a vacuum modulator and it shifted the car based on RPM of a centrifugal device and then sometimes engine vacuum to complete computer controlled. And you better know what you're doing. So if you have a transmission problem, you want someone to look at a leak. You want someone to drive the car because you can duplicate the problem then Automatic Transmission Exchange is a place that I think you should take it. 602-508-0960. We're not doing just diesel stuff. We will do diesel stuff, but if you've got a gas problem or an RV problem or a suspension problem or a brake problem or a vibration in the steering wheel or in the seat of your pants or the whole car, those are things that we can handle. It's going to be give and take, so you'll call us and tell us what kind of car you got. Vehicle, could be a motorhome, yep. tell us what the symptoms are, and then we're going to ask questions, and we're going to see if we can get kind of close to it. Of course, we won't know today if we got close to it if we hit the nail on the head. Right. But every once in a while, it's easy to tell if you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. You know, yeah. What's the, where's the vibration? In the seat of my pants. Oh, okay. Well, We're, we're good. Yep. Oh, it's all over the car. I need a look. How about the steering wheel? Compare the steering wheel to the seat of your pants. Oh, I can't then you you know you go, okay well I got to drive it I got to yeah. drive it yeah anyway 6025080960 we've got oil issues we don't have oil issues but we we we've got new oil coming out all the time and people are real confused about they have a, a two different cars in their family and they they have two different weights of oil and we're seeing that a lot I think what you really need to do is, is just leave it up to your shop that does your oil changes, and, and most of us have software that tells us what kind of oil, what kind, not cut what brand, but it's a conventional oil, a semi-synthetic, or a synthetic. I think in the diesel arena, we're doing all synthetic. Are you doing the same? I'm doing a semi, and I'm also doing some full synthetic. Okay, so yeah. your semi is like a 1540? Yep. Okay, and then a yep. 540 on 40. your, your yep. semi. Okay, yep. and then the oil change intervals, what's the difference between the two of them?
3: Uh, nothing at this point, we do five thousand so, okay all the yeah. way down the line okay yep.
2: all right and 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 that 's that 's a difficult that 's a difficult decision because there's there 's people out
3: there that go, well, the owner 's manual says I can do twelve or fifteen thousand miles so we recommend five thousand, but does the owner do that <laughs> is the next question because oh, the truck hasn 't told me yet, uh-huh. even though your sticker says five thousand the truck hasn 't told me I need it yet so i 'm going to wait till the truck tells me, so we do have people that go over five, but
2: and 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 you're right. But here's the thing: is sometimes the shop, the shop, and my shop's done, it, and I'm sure yours has too. We forget to reset yes. the light. Yes. And, it happens. And, and the oil maintenance light, the oil reminder light, and yep. we forget to reset it. Which, you know, you can, it'll call you back in in, in two thousand miles because exactly. we didn't reset it. Yeah. And so that creates all kinds of problems with the technology. It's difficult at best sometimes to really figure out without having sitting down with your customer and saying, how many miles a year do you drive, um, how long are your trips, does your husband drink and drive, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah. You have to have, it's difficult. And then you have all the oils are backward compatible. So the fanciest, danciest, 060 synthetic is backward compatible to the 70s car. Right. That's going to be kind of hard to have a guy who's got some hot rod car that was the first car that he ever got had a kiss in. And he's going to say, you're going to put a 050 synthetic in my 283 or 327 or 289
3: Ford? I can remember putting 20W50 in my 1973
2: <laughs> Ford. It, oh, jeez. I remember putting 50 weight in my 61 Chevy pickup because it drank so much oil that 50 weight, the peanut butter, in the 50 weight yeah. helped control the oil consumption. Right, right. So I had one cylinder that was drinking oil more than gas. And and, and finally somebody said, well, just step up the weight. And so I went to five quarts of 50 weight. And it, it helped control it. Yeah. But, of course, if I would have been in Flagstaff, that would have been a huge step backwards because of the cold mornings. Exactly. And the 50-weight's not going to provide a good lubrication uh, uh, pattern that early in the morning. Nope. Six zero two We're talking diesels, but you can talk cars and vibrations, and you can say, my husband wants a new truck, and I want a Nissan, and he wants a Dodge, and all that other kind of stuff. We can, we're really great with those marriage questions. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're not opinionated at all.
2: No, not at all. No. But the idea in the car repair industry right now is, is um, as you probably know, there are some large companies that are, have stepped into Phoenix and has have started buying independent repair shops. Um, there's one of the the companies uh, that has gone after some of the tire stores and in a failed swoop bought seven tire stores, wow. and 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 basically retired the guys that had built those stores from the ground up. Then we got some another group on the mechanical side. And a while back they bought 28 stores and they've just recently come back into town and they're buying more stores. And so it's, it's, it's a matter of making money, taking these, 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 uh, these businesses. And I'm quite sure that someone could take my business. I can guarantee you someone could take my business and they could squeeze more money out of my business than I am. I just can't spend every day of my life, every hour of my life trying to to cut every penny in half right. and figure out, you know, what's what's the cost per labor hour of electricity?
0: I don't really care. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. I, I don't really care. Yeah.
2: But those are the kinds of things that we have in front of us, and uh, and and makes a big difference. But anyway, there's a lot of that going on right now. There's um there's a whole lot of of we're starting to see the the gap between dealers, specialty shops, chain stores, and independents. We're starting to see them overlapping one another and and that's not that's a good thing i think the the issue is is that we you and i as independent guys can't do warranty work on the newer cars no and it doesn't do any good for them to have us diagnose it because it's a cost they're not going to be reimbursed for right so if you have a, a car under warranty then you have to go back to the dealers one of the things that bothers me not necessarily about the dealers but what's going on right now in a long in a big way is people are getting locked into a shop And so they might get their next oil change free. Well, when they come in for the next oil change, I have firsthand knowledge that, oh, you need brakes and you need a drive axle and your air conditioning is 1.2 ounces low on refrigerant. And the right front tire shows some abnormal wear on the outside, which means we need an alignment and at least two tires. So that freebie, that nicey, that bring you back in is there's there's. Something tied to it. Sure. There's something tied to it, and um, and if every time you go in and you and you're told you need something and it's a whole lot of money, it, it's time to get a second opinion. Right. Because the shop could be right, but it's time to get a second opinion. So six zero two five eight zero nine sixty Nate from Strictly Diesel sitting here with me. I'm Mark Salem. I've been doing radio in the valley since 1988, and we talk about cars and and um, and unfortunately both of us we're going to tell you what what we believe and not necessarily puff any smoke <laughs> anywhere and uh, but if you if you have a, a family argument we're really good at that oh, I'm Re- out. I'm out. Uh, I'll be I raise my <laughs> hand you got a family argument I'll do it 602 508 960
1: don't be fooled by the people you meet on social media it may start as an innocent conversation but anyone who tries to sell you pills is nothing more than a drug dealer. And if you think tiny pills can't do much harm, think again. Fentanyl can end it all. Know the truth about fentanyl at learnmoreaz.org. Don't be fooled. Don't be faked out. Visit learnmoreaz.org. This message is sponsored by the Substance Abuse Coalition Leaders of Arizona. This is Molly Hemingway. In 2020, millions of Americans experienced the most troubling election of their lives. That's why I wrote the book, Rigged. How Big Tech, the Media, and Democrats seized our elections. I write about Mark Zuckerberg's efforts to take over election operations in key states, how the coronavirus was used to force election laws designed explicitly to help the Democrat Party, and much, much more.
5: It's now in paperback. Don't miss Molly Hemingway's book, Rigged, How the Media, Big Tech, and the Democrats Seized Our Elections. Available wherever
3: books are sold.
1: Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. Amazing.
4: Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom.
1: Oh, I'm glad you like it,
4: because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated.
1: And how would we do
4: that? (laughs) It's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. Greenergadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations.
1: I like that.
4: Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then.
1: Let's gather them up. Um, what was that
4: website again? Greenergadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go.
5: Rapidly,
2: in my opinion, in Sun City, the largest and most trusted source for complete automotive services happens to be Automotive Dynamics. I've known Chuck since the, gosh, 1970s, and Chuck is the guy that owns Auto Dynamics. He's on the north side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue. And Chuck has an interesting way to compensate his technicians, unlike many people in the industry. He doesn't pay them a commission because he's worried that they're going to sell you something that you don't need so that they can better their bread a little bit deeper with better butter. The fact of the matter is is it's an interesting concept, but it ensures that because the technicians are not paid a commission, that they're not going to sell unnecessary parts or labor. So that's Automotive Dynamics, and they're on the what north side of Grand just west of 99th Avenue. Nick, good morning to you. How can we help you?
5: Yeah, Mark, i got a couple of questions about uh, diesels. I have a 21 Colorado 2.8 liter, the small Duramax. Okay. And I'll just ask the two questions and then get off the phone and listen to you guys' answer. Okay. Um, what are your opinions on buying DEF out of the pump at a truck stop? And then another, the other question is, changing uh, full synthetic. How much more is my truck gonna love me if I change it at 5,000, or what the computer says, which runs at about 7,300? Okay, thanks a lot. You
2: guys have a good day. Oh, oh, no, Stacey, you can stay here. You can stay here. It's okay. It's okay.
3: DEF, does it make any difference where you get your DEF? Not in my opinion, no, especially truck stop. That's, that should be fresh. It, so
2: That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking if I had my choice, I'd get it at the truck stop Absolutely. because it's fresh. When those guys take on a load of DEF, we're talking about 20, 30, 40 gallons.
3: I believe so. Okay. Yeah.
2: Um, and, and 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 how about the rest of the trucks, the Chevy Dodges and Fords? What's they've, the def tank?
3: They've increased the size a little bit. It used to be five gallon across the board, but now they're between eight and ten okay. on the on the bigger trucks. So yeah.
2: Okay, now diesel exhaust fluid for everybody else. This is my explanation on diesel exhaust fluid. You have your you have your charcoal grill and you sprinkle a little, little bit of this stuff on top of the briquettes and then you light it on fire. And it helps consume the briquettes or the carbon. Right. And diesel exhaust fluid is something that we spray into the catalytic converter to light that baby real red hot and burn as much of the exhaust as we can in a very simplistic way.
3: That's very simplistic. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we're trying to get rid of NOx right. with it. So.
2: But we're also the particulate filters, right. and that particular filter is after the catalytic converter. And so yeah. we're going we've got this big mess of exhaust, black sooty carbon des- exhaust that we want to clean up. And what comes out of the back of the truck is nothing. Right. That's what what, what we want to do. So DEF, I buy it at the truck stop in the motorhome. I buy it at the truck stop, and I'd buy it in my truck. I would have no problem. Yep. Um, I think I some guy was telling me the other day that he's found that Walmart has the cheapest def he can find and he buys a lot of it from Walmart. Okay. The problem is is the biggest container you can get I think is a five two gallon two or and five. A half. Two and a half. Yep. Okay. Yep. I, I didn't know if they had I knew they had a two and a half, I didn't know if they had a five. So two and a half's not bad.
3: Not bad. But, but again, how long has it been sitting and you're right they, they tell you to keep it away from heat so has it been in a warehouse in Arizona for six months or has it you know been in an air-conditioned Walmart since it got there you, you know who knows you're right you're yeah. absolutely right yeah. so and 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 di- diesel exhaust
2: fluid is DEF um, how many times a week or a month do you get something that comes in on a tow truck that has DEF in the fuel tank which is where it's not supposed
3: to be no Horrible. Okay. We've got one in the shop right now that we're replacing the entire fuel system because they accidentally put DEF and in, ran it and ran it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. So DEF is a very caustic, caustic acid, and if, when you you're supposed to put it, you're not supposed to put it in your fuel tank. But I must confess, I have lots of customers that have made that decision.
3: I almost did it one time. It scared mm-hmm. the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's, you're in a hurry. You got to get going. You got to do it. And oh, you yep. know.
2: Um, we have found, because we do a lot of those for insurance companies, that if they don't start the car, the bill is is on the on the. Sh- I'll ask you the short side of the bill. How much is it going to be? Short side, two yeah. to three
3: thousand. Okay,
2: and if they didn't start it and run it. Didn't start it. Didn't yeah. start it. All we yeah. have is in the tank. Right. Okay, and then on the top side of the bill, fifteen. I was going to say ten to fifteen. Yeah. yeah. So, so on the two thousand to three thousand, you're doing what? What does it take to recover and put that truck
3: back on the road? Drain the tank, remove it, clean it, uh, probably fuel filters. Okay. Flush the lines out, and probably a new fuel pump too, depending on how long it's at. And away you go.
2: Okay, and the fuel pump is in the tank of fuel. And it's not supposed to have this caustic acid that's put inside there, and the fuel pump's going to take a beating. So those are the kinds of issues that you're going to have. If you put DEF in your diesel fuel tank accidentally, you should contact your insurance company because they oftentimes – this is from one of the guys that I know really well. We insure stupid, and that's true. It happens. It, yeah. it, it just happens. It, it, so. We insure stupid things that
3: our customers do, and we we bring them out. We fix them after they do make stupid decisions. One comment I'll make is if the pump is in the tank or even on the frame rail, do not turn the key on. Yes. Do not. Stop right there. Call a tow truck. Get it to your shop ASAP. And,
2: and, and that's the most important thing is because when we put the DEF in, The DEF is going to settle in the bottom of the tank, and the diesel fuel is going to be on top of it. So when you turn the key on, the first thing that happens is is that fuel pump is ignited. It sucks that acid. It's basically battery acid. Can we call it what it is? Sure. It's battery acid. This battery acid is then sent forward through steel lines into the injectors and into the cylinders. You have just caused a tremendous amount of damage, tremendous amount of damage. I don't know how we're ever going to fix that.
3: Because it's a it's a human error. It's human error, yeah. yeah. we are got to touch on his oil question when we get back. Okay,
2: and when we do, we're, we're going to come right back and we're going to yeah. talk about oil change intervals. And, and I'll give you from the insurance company side, I'll give you from the manufacturer side, and then you and I can talk about the consumer side because that's the real problem sure. is the comfort zone of the container. six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. 960
0: Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa. Tune in. iHeart and odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Are you concerned about market volatility, rising taxes, economic uncertainty, and how it could all affect your future in retirement? Then tune in to Another Money Show to learn how you can protect and grow your hard-earned money. Another Money Show, every Saturday at noon, right here on 960 The Patriot. Protect your hard-earned money today and learn more at anothermoneyshow.com.
4: When I got out of the Marine Corps, I was not just, you know, working with my physical disabilities, I was emotionally broken. I remember thinking, how did I get here? how it was affecting me in my marriage my husband he didn't know how to help me he actually called wounded War project wounded War project had this thing called couples odyssey it was an eye opener and it
5: i think it really saved our marriage
4: they gave us books and resources and tools on how to help us with that i just love him i love you honey i love you too Watching her fight for her mental health,
5: fighting for other veterans, fighting for this family, uh helped me to fight too. Well, I always loved her,
0: but I love her 10 times more for that. Not all wounds are visible. If you or a loved one are suffering, visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. I don't want to go blind from diabetes.
1: I don't want to lose a foot or a leg.
0: I don't want to have kidney failure, so I'm taking control. I'm controlling my diabetes.
1: It's making a huge difference.
0: I'm eating healthy and staying physically active.
1: I'm taking my medicine.
0: If I can do it, anyone can. Control your diabetes for life. Call 1 800 438 5383.
1: For help with food, health care, and other resources, call or visit 211.org. 211, how can I help you?
0: Two one one, get connected, get help. A message from United Way and the Ad Council.
2: And we're both sitting here helping you out with questions and problems that you have with cars, and you're welcome to, to give us a call at 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And we left... Um, because Nick had a, a question about DEF, and then he also had a question about engine oil. Yep. Okay, I don't go.
3: So, uh, we we recommend five thousand. Okay. Just for longevity. Okay. If you're looking to keep the truck, do it at five.
2: Okay. Now we have a new caller named Mark, and Mark, can we talk? We, he's got an oil question as well, so yep. we'll just kill both of them at the same time. Mark, yep. good morning. How can we help you?
5: Hey,
0: real quick, the cost of a conventional oil change,
5: and before you had talked about having oil sitting in your garage. 10 15 years
2: and said there was a Penn's oil says there's a expiration date and you were kind of
4: uh good at no it's
2: still okay I, I it depends on the weight of the motor it, the it 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 depends on 10W30 the, Okay 10W30 is a universal oil I mean, we can put that in a diesel, in a conventional. We could put for it sure. if we wanted to. We could put it in a diesel. We could put it in a Corvette. We could put, we can put it wherever we want it, a 1030, a 1040, a 2050. Um, but it's when shelf you get life to this,
0: on that in a garage.
2: There is no shelf life for oil. Okay, good. Yeah, there is no shelf life. Now, I don't know if your wife by, brings home a brand-new Maserati. I'm not quite sure I want a bunch of 1030 of a conventional nature. In that Maserati, so make sure the application is okay. But um, what do you run in your truck? Fifteen forty. Okay. Yeah. And what's your miles on your oil change intervals? Five thousand. Okay. Yeah. And 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 that's fifteen forty is a full synthetic. Full synthetic. Okay. Yep. So the five, I thought the fifteen forty was a blend. The we 15, also
3: carry a fifteen forty full synthetic, that okay. I've been told is not true, but yet it's given to me that way. I understand. I understand. Uh, but yeah, I use it and I've had great luck with it and success and, and yeah. Okay, so, so Mark
2: with respect to conventional oil, conventional oil in my opinion, and I've been trained by Vaveline and Chevron, conventional oil's got a three to five thousand mile interval. Conventional oil. And a semi synthetic is five to seventy five hundred. And a sim and, and then a, a synthetic oil full full blown synthetic is from seventy five hundred to fifteen thousand depending on the owner's manual of your car. Gotcha. And what wanna, is the average oil change for, you know, the, just the regular
0: oil change?
2: Five quarts of conventional oil with a filter and all the other stuff is probably in the vicinity of. I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about market pricing. Thirty to fifty dollars. Is okay. that? Are so you okay with that? Okay, seventy-five dollars.
3: I almost fell over. Hmm. Okay. We're, we're, Everything's gone up as of late too, though. So uh, yes, that's true. Yeah. That's
2: true. Uh, Semi synthetic. You're gonna if you're. If you're in that range, semi-synthetic, you're going to be in the $75, give or take, on the top. And then on a full synthetic, it depends on how many quarts. How much does your diesel hold? How many quarts? 14 quarts. 14 quarts. On a 5-quart synthetic car, you're going to be well over $100. But on your diesel, what's your diesel oil changes for a 15-quart synthetic? Close to
3: 200. Exactly. Exactly.
2: So we got all these moving parts, but I'm going to tell you what the safe thing to do. Your owner's manual is the Bible for your car. You should do what it says to do. And if you do everything right, then you should enjoy a long life. My truck just rolled 155, my Dodge truck. Nice. In 2012, I got it before DEF came out. And I just was coming back from Payson last night, and I looked down, and I just rolled 155. Um, I'm asking Alan, I'm going to ask Alan today, I'm sure we've done all of our rubber and all of our fluids already. If we haven't, I'm due. There's right. no question about that. But sure. we usually do that at 100,000-mile intervals on most of our customers and our fleet vehicles, is all the rubber and all the, uh, the uh, fluids at 100,000. Do you guys have, like, transfer cases? Do you guys just throw those in with differentials?
3: No, we we recommend the transfer case separate. Okay, and, okay. And, and in Arizona, the transfer case is the most forgotten fluid. I agree with you. Everywhere. I agree with you. You know. So what are you telling people on the transfer case? We usually take a sample of it and see okay. what color it is, and if it comes out black like their engine, you need a service. Okay, you and the,
2: and and the the transformation of color is the contamination uh, and carbon that 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 the oil is going to create right. as it's being used up. Right, and so we we don't. That's a tough thing to do on color because people will. There's unscrupulous guys out there that are going to use color as something. Oh, it's no longer. It's no longer amber color. You need an oil change. No, no. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm not going to go along with that because we don't know how many miles it's got on it. If it's right. got 200 miles on it and the and the customer hasn't changed the oil in a long time, all we've done is discolor the oil a little bit. It doesn't really have a lot to do with its performance at that point. Right. But the, the the end of, I can tell you it's my truck I'm doing fifteen thousand miles on synthetic oil. We pour Chevron, but I don't care if it's mobile i don't care if it's if who it is if I was using a and i think i'm think I'm using a five five weight synthetic okay. Um. What? What? Uh, I don't even know what this is a Dodge call for. 5 or 15? 540 or five forty. 540. I know yeah. it's a 540 because yeah. I, I, I remember looking at the gun not too long ago. So I'm using a 540 in mine. I'm going 15,000 miles. I don't do a lot of city driving. Most of mine is between Payson and Tempe, Payson and Tempe.
3: So, Payson. Yeah, Payson. yeah, Payson. You're on the freeway with that all the time. Right. So.
2: And, and, and I'm not putting a lot of water in it because I'm running it warm. Right. I'm usually hauling something. And it doesn't do lots of stop-and-go traffic. And and it doesn't. And when it goes through a heat cycle, it goes to a complete heat cycle. Right. And so we get it fully warmed up, and then we cool it off. And and it's ninety-three miles door to door. And and, and Renee's usually driving, and she's doing like a hundred and twenty anyway. So it doesn't really make any difference. But yeah. it is what it is. All righty, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. And I don't I don't think I owe him a break. No. Uh, do I owe you a break? Oh, I'm going to take it to the top of the hour. There we go. That's yeah. that's what we're supposed to do. The, the issue that with oil change intervals that, in my opinion, this is just Mark Salem's opinion. You can chime in. I want you to chime in. My industry, our industry, is using that as when we used to get your car every 3,000 miles, We'd sell you a tire rotation every other oil change, and then we'd do cooling system flushes, and we'd do um, brakes, and we'd do belts, and we'd do hoses, and so eat those oil changes. Well, now we've got people out there that are doing ten and 15,000 miles between oil changes, and, and and we've lost all the business that was related to those five stops that normally they would be at our shop. Right. And so as a result of that, there are people in the industry that are taking advantage of that, which makes that that taste in my mouth a little worse because we're really not doing what's in the customer's best interest. We're doing what's really is the lost sales that we have. So we're making up our own numbers. We're making up our own stuff. Yeah. Who who might we have? Garrett, good morning.
3: Good morning. How are you?
2: I'm good. Thank you for asking.
3: Yeah, wonderful. Glad to hear the uh, – I think it's Nate from Strict Stricted East. So I hear those uh, commercials all the time. I just turned on the radio, and I miss your show a lot. I'm curious to know if you have – A podcast or a recorded show, I can listen to it later on.
2: Yeah, if you go to MarkSalem.com, every radio show for the last probably eight years is there. And here's the good news. The radio shows are two hours long, but once I cut all the commercials out there, an hour and 30 minutes. (laughs) Oh, I like that. Every single radio show that we've done in a very long time is on MarkSalem.com. And you just go to the radio archives, and uh, and you can listen to the show, and you can download the show from there.
3: I really appreciate it. Thanks for all you do. A lot of okay. good information.
2: Well, thank you, Garrett. Thank you very much. In in our industry, I, I think when we we don't look at the good. Um, we used to do oil changes, and they were eight ninety five, twelve ninety five, fifteen ninety five for five quarts and a filter. Right. So now we have these these synthetic oil changes on a passenger car that are well over a hundred dollars. Yeah. So we're making good money on the oil. We're making filter. We're making the labor, and it's gone and and it's better. We we need, but then still there are there are a, a minority in our industry that still believe that the and and here's I'm going to pretend I'm them, Mrs. Jones. You don't drive your car enough. And we need to change your synthetic oil every 3,000 miles because you're yeah. really not using that oil as it should. And, and all you do is go to the liquor store and Walmart once a week. Right. And that's all you do. And and, and, and so you just need to bring that thing in every 3,000 miles. And then my response would be, well, why don't we put her in conventional? The motor's not going to know the difference. No. And there's no monitor in there that knows the quality of the oil. So if, she's a three, if you're going to do a 3,000-mile oil change, then take her out of synthetic and put her in conventional. Yeah. The other problem is, is in spite of what we put on the sticker, they ain't coming in when the sticker says to come in.
3: (laughs) Does the sticker get faded? Does it fall off the windshield? You know, yeah.
2: And, and it, I mean, if you, if you put a, if you put a 5,000 mile call on a sticker, give me just a guess of what you think the the car has on it when it when you see it
3: next oh 65 to 8500 miles right they've
2: gone quite a bit past what 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 we we anticipated they were now but the biggest problem i see in our industry is is we have i don't remember i'm going to guess here we had something like 80 different makes of cars and trucks in our database and we had more than 250 models and each one of them has an owner's manual, and I am unable to come to some kind of a blanket statement about oil changes. Right. I just, you can't do it. No, you can't do it. And the default has to be the owner's manual. Right. And, and and whatever the owner's manual is, that's okay. Now, if the owner's manual says to use a synthetic and they want you to come in at 4,000 miles, I'm perfectly comfortable to taking that to 8 and even 10 if it's a full synthetic. I'm capable. I'm I'm, I'm comfortable with that because you're really driving the car pretty hard.
3: Most likely. Yeah, and yeah.
2: you and you're and it's not going to the liquor store and back and it's not going to church and back and it's not going to the grocery store and back and it never gets warmed up and it never it's like a horse that walks everywhere it goes and it's gonna die an early death because nobody took it out and ran it. Exactly. And so we have those people that do that, that have those cars that just go three miles here, five miles there, and come back home. We need that car to go through a heat cycle. And I'll say, Do you got grandkids in town? Yeah. Why don't you have your grandkids run that up to Flagstaff next weekend? <laughs> Do they go skiing at the snowball? Right. Have them take your car. Let's yeah. run it. Let's run it. Because we'd really like to take that horse and get it into a full gallop for some period of time and not have it drop dead of, of you know heart attack. Exactly. Yep. So And it's difficult as well. Yep. Have yep. we got a caller?
0: So. Yes. Uh, say hello to John.
2: John, good morning. How can we help you?
5: i had, uh mark um one of those gray haired guys I had a repair shop transmission shop back east in New York State for thirty five years i'm eighty four years old now and moved out here twelve years ago and In reference to these people in the garages that are upselling uh i've had an experience with tires and I went to one of the major tire places bought four tires for my uh Uh, 94 Chrysler and uh, bought the extended warranty and I went back with a nail in the side. The extended warranty it ended up being like twenty eight dollars to get that tire. By the time you paid this, that, and everything else, so uh, I'm kind of against that. But the main thing I called is I've gone with uh, back to the same place to have tires checked, you know, for air and stuff. And these. 17-year-old kids, and I know that's what they are, because he mentioned that that he was 17 years old. Mm-hmm. And twice I went there, and, oh, your front tires should be replaced. You know, they're 40% worn out. I said, son, I said, I had a repair shop. I think I'm going to use the extra 60% myself before I replace them. Yeah. And, you know, they just keep upselling. And when I first came out here, I went to another major tire place. And, again, this what you call a pimpley, face kid comes out. I came for a oil change on my truck that had over 100,000 on it. And he says, you know, you really need upper control arm bushings. I says, really? I says, why? He says, well, they're cracked. I says, are they loose? He says, no. Do they make any noise? He says, no. I says, if it was your truck. Would you replace them? He said, no. I says, so why would I? <laughs> I says, when I had my shop, if they were cracked and squeaking, As long as they were tight and weren't loose, I'd spray them with a little uh, uh, rubber lube.
2: Yeah, yeah.
5: Take the squeak away. And, you know, it's just lately, uh, you know, maybe I'm getting too old. I don't know. But when I had my shop, I I honestly ran an honest shop. I I didn't upsell that you didn't need it. I mean, we had an oil change. We checked your brakes, and if we estimated 10,000 miles left, I'd say, you got approximately 10,000 miles in my ask estimation. Your next grease job, come in and just remember, remind me to check them again, which we did automatically.
2: Yeah. yeah.
5: But, you know, I'm just so sick and tired of this upselling that really doesn't need it. And I understand, I mean, I started in the 60s after I got out of the service, that the cars needed your attention more often than you do today. No two ways
2: about it. But to sell something... I'm up against a break, and and, and I, I I'm, going to, I'm going to say I agree with everything that you said. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some comments on the other side of the the break. Um, we've created this problem ourselves. The auto repair industry has created this problem, and um and and all of a sudden we went from a car that we needed to see every three thousand miles to a car that we never see every fifteen thousand miles. And uh, unfortunately, as you well know as a shop owner, it's going to be kind of tough to keep the doors opened if that is is what you're going to end up with. So the upselling and selling them stuff that they don't need is a, is a certain symptom for our industry, and it's, we'll talk about that more. 602-508-0960